Praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Right now, we're going to be praying. First Timothy. Two from verse one, the King James Version. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Right now, I'd like for us to start interceding, interceding for the nations, interceding for the people, declaring that the nations are not for sale and the nations are broken from every form, every form of deception, every form of fear. Right now, let's begin to pray. Can you mute yourself and begin to pray in other tongues? Sinabang 
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Likrondo Yes, we declare that the nations are for the Lord. Rika bondo Therefore, they are not for sale. Liko zonto kobrende We cut off the nation from every form of deception. Fear. Lika sondo kobrada kabashatakabaya. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Likrondo suprakadikabaya. Oh, Kalaraba Shatakabaya, the hearts of the people are yielded. Leko Sundeki Bakarabasata to the Lord, to His loving kindness and His grace and His favor. Liko Shondo Krokobusata, your hearts are turned towards God. Liko Bondo Freki Dosha Kataya, Yeke Belegiza Katayala Mandi, Milo Krondo Frakadela Bakaya, thereby they receive salvation. Liko Zonto Kobelegiza Kataya, Liga Satakabaya. Yes, hallelujah. They are released from the deception of Famakia. That deception is cut off. Cut off from the nations of the world. Cut off from the people. We see a huge harvest of souls. Hallelujah. On every side. In every city, in every nation, in every tribe. A huge harvest of souls. And we celebrate our victories. We celebrate our victories. Hallelujah. As the word is walking in the nations of the earth. Oh, praise be God. Praise be God. Praise be God, praise be God forevermore. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night, depending on what part of the world you're connected to at this time. Connected from at this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Thank you, dear Sister Maka, for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in prayer of intercession for the nations of the world at this time. Praise God, hallelujah. So um, for those of us who must have invited our friends, there's a new link. So kindly share the, the new link with your friends, your family, all those you want to get connected to the meeting. You can also put it up on your status. Praise God. Right now, we're going to a session of praise and worship. Over to you, dear Sister Grace, at this time. Oh, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Thank you, dear Sister Barak, for this wonderful opportunity. Just wave your hands to Jesus and give him praise. Thank him for answered prayers. Thank him for always hearing us. You're the God who answers prayers. You are the God who never failed me. You always hear me when I'm calling. You're the God of everything. The end that I am, I love you. One who was and is to come. My words are not enough to praise you. So I praise you 
Every promise you have kept, God of mercy, God of love, I sing praises to your name. Yes, every promise you have kept, God of mercy, God of love, I sing praises to your name. Oh, every promise you have kept, God of mercy, God of love, we sing praises to your name. Thank you for your word, every promise you have kept. God of mercy, God of love, we sing praises to your name. Oh, every promise you have kept. God of mercy, God of love, we sing praises to your name. Oh, Shaluska in the credits get a cosa cavaya. Baco shaky the brandalica was shanta parada cavaye, shilly credits air soon to Ulopantila cavaya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hello, everyone. Good morning and welcome to today's devotional with the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for the time of intercession. And thank you, dear Sister Grace, for a time of praise. Praise God, everyone. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. Um, many of us would have observed that we moved to a new um, Zoom platform today. And... Um, we apologize for the um, for not earlier communicating that link. Um, some of us had joined the other group, other link before we were moved here. Um, but as announced by Brother Duse, going forward, this is a new link, and um, we would ensure that it is posted across um, the different groups that usually is invited to this place. And if you also usually would send the link to someone or some group, um, you might want to update the link using the new one. The password remains the same, praise God. So thank you so much and welcome everyone. Um, today is um, Friday, the 6th of August. And the title of today's devotional is Christ at Home in You. Christ at Home in You. Praise God. To whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You find that in Colossians 1 and verse 27. Christ in you refers to all that's in the character, personality, potency of the glory and graces of Christ embodied in you. Wow, that's huge. I want to take that again. Christ in you refers to all that's in the character personality, potency of the glory and graces of Christ embodied in you. And that's done by the Holy Spirit. Recall the words of Jesus in John 14 and verse 23. If a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. This was before his death, burial, resurrection and ascension to heaven. He had said in John 14, 16 to 17, and I will pray the Father and he shall give unto you. He shall give you another comforter 
Ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He made good on his promise, and on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came and indwelt the disciples. Today, being born again, will become his living temple. He set up his abode in us. This was a mystery in the Old Testament. The prophets and even the angels wondered how it would be possible for God to make his home in men's heart. But it was ever God's desire. He said in Proverbs 8 and verse 31, my delight were with the sons of men. Paul, by the Spirit, eventually writes and unveils this mystery as read in our theme scripture. So when we say Christ in you, we are looking at the character, the beauty, all of the glory, power, and the righteousness of God encapsulated in a man. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3 and verse 17 says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That word dwell means settle. So you are one in whom Christ has settled. He has made his home in your heart by faith. There's a mingling, a oneness of spirit, his very life, the very quality of his personality and the characteristics of his glory are all in you today. Glory to his name forever. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Christ at home in you, Christ at home in me. You know, beginning to read today's devotional article, the first, the very first line said it all. And this is one of those devotional articles that if a religious person reads, is too much for them to contain. How can you say that all of the character, all that's in the character, the personality, the potency of the glory and graces of Christ are embodied in one man, in me, in you? It's too big for the religious mind, but it is what it is. It is what it is. This was what Paul understood when the Bible recorded that his shadow healed the sick. He said they will put the sick in the line just so that the shadow of Paul, just so that his shadow may touch them, may cross them, that their body as they lay where they are. I think that this was what Paul understood. And we know that Christ carried the very life of God. He showed us how that he even said, even in today's devotional, he said, I am my father, I want. That life of God is what the likes of Elisha had. Even as an Old Testament prophet, he had, he, had, he had contemplated this life to some extent, such that even at he, after he had died and was buried, the Bible recorded that there was a particular situation where this man had died. And then some people were carrying him, I think they were carrying him to go bury or something, and something had happened and they had to escape. And they, 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 they threw this man's body into a hole, not realizing that that's the hole where Elijah, Elisha's body was. And the Bible says that this corpse touched the bones of Elisha and it came back to life. A life of God was still even in the bones of Elisha years after he had died. This was the life that Paul understood. When, you know, in, I think it was Malta, right? They gathered, he was talking, he was reaching out and it was night and they were trying to make a fire because it was a bit cold. And the Bible says a venomous snake came out and beat him from the woods. And it was a snake that normally 
it would take a few seconds or minutes and the person would swell and die. And the Bible says the people were looking at him and watching him. And minutes passed, minutes passed, and it was getting to an hour. And they realized that nothing had happened to this man. And it was at that place that they started calling him a God. These were the things that they understood. The character of God, the potency of his glory, his personality, the things that make God, God. You see, when he says Christ is in me and Christ is in you, all of these things are in us. So it's something that we can meditate on. It's something that we can say again and again. Anything that cannot happen to God cannot happen to us. He said, oh, this Christian was traveling and the Christian had an accident and died. And you know, so you may be flying in a plane or you may be traveling by road and those thoughts come. Just remember, if it cannot happen to God, it cannot happen to you. Is it possible for it to be said that God was traveling and he had an accident? He had a plane crash and God died. In the same vein, you are made in his image. That's what it means to say Christ in me. You and Christ are now one. It's like when you mix tea and water, you can't go back and separate it. So you and God are one. If God cannot have an accident, you can't have an accident. Whatever cannot happen to God cannot happen to you. I think I'll leave it at that. That's what it means for Christ to be in you. Praise God. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy for the further study and the Rhapsody prayer. Thank you. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for today's ministration. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this moment. Okay, I'll be taking the further study. And we're reading from 1 Corinthians 6.19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? We're also reading from John 14, 16 to 17, the Amplified Classic Version. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and stand by, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, welcome, take to its heart, because it does not see him or know and recognize him. But you know and recognize him, for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. Praise God. And finally, 1 Corinthians 3, 16 to 17. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Hallelujah. So we're going to be taking the confession together. You don't have to mute your mind. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Blessed Lord, Thank you for setting up your abode in the quarters of my heart. You sanctified me and made me your living tabernacle with your very life, the very quality of your personality and the characteristics of your glory resident in and expressed through me. What a blessed reality. For this, I am forever grateful. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I would like to invite the esteemed Brother Dozier to take us through the New Testament reading of the one-year Bible plan. Praise God. 
Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on the part of the world you're connecting from. Welcome to today's Inspired by, by the World Times of Devotion. Apologies to every, everyone, the link, um, the impromptu sending of the new link, but this will be the new link from now on. Apologies for the impromptu shifting to this new room. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, also for this amazing platform. I'll be going into the New Testament Bible reading plan, and um, I'll, um, if someone can help me share the screen, that would be really appreciated. Today, we're reading the book of Romans, chapter 9, from verse 1. From verse 1 to 29. Praise God. And um, okay, so if I can help, get someone to help me share the screen, I'm not using my phone at the moment. So, but I can keep on reading. Maybe the screen can come up. So, the caption for today is. God is calling his people. Praise God. As Romans chapter 9 from verse 1 to 29, message translation, God is calling his people. Verse 1. At the same time, you need to know that I carry with me at all times a huge sorrow. It's an enormous pain deep within me. I am never free of it. I am not exaggerating. Christ and the Holy Spirit are my witnesses. It's the Israelites. If there were any way I could be cursed by the Messiah so they could be blessed by him, I would do it in a minute. They are my family. I grew up with them. They had everything going, everything going for them. Family, glory, covenants, revelation, worship, promises, to say nothing of being the race that produced the Messiah, the Christ, who is God over everything. Always, oh yes. Verse six, don't suppose for a moment though that God's word has malfunctioned in some way or other. The problem goes back a long way from the outset. Not from the outset, not all Israelites of the flesh were Israelites of the spirits. It wasn't Abraham's sperm that gave identity here, but God's promise. Remember how it was put. Your family will be defined by Isaac. That means that the Israelite identity was never racially determined by sexual transmission, but it was God determined by promise. But it was God determined by promise. Remember that promise. When I come back next year, at this time, Sarah will have a son. So the Israelites' identity was determined by the word of God, by the promise of God. Verse 10, and that's not the only time. To Rebecca also, a promise was made that took priority over genetics. When she became pregnant by our one-of-a-kind ancestor Isaac, and her babies were still innocent in the womb, incapable of good or bad, she received a special assurance from God. What God did in this case made it perfectly plain that his purpose is not a hit or miss thing dependent on what we do or don't do, but a short thing determined by his decision, flowing steadily from his initiative. God told Rebecca, the firstborn of your twins will take second place. Later, that was turned into a shark epigram. I love Jacob. I hated Esau. Verse 14. Is that grounds for complaining that God is unfair? <laughs> Not so fast, please. God told Moses, I'm in charge of mercy. I'm in charge of compassion. Compassion doesn't originate in our bleeding hearts or moral sweats, but in God's mercy praise god i'll say that again compassion doesn't originate in our bleeding hearts or moral sweats but in god's mercy the same point was made when god said to pharaoh i picked you 
as a bit player in this drama of my salvation power. All we are saying is that God has the first word, initiating the action in which we play our parts for good or ill. Verse 19, are you going to object? So how can God blame us for anything since he's in charge of everything? If the big decisions are already made, what say do we have in it? Who in the world do you think you are to second guess God? Do you know one moment? Do you, want, do, do, you, do you for one moment suppose any of us knows enough to call God into question? Clay doesn't talk back to the fingers that mold it, saying, why did you shape me like this? Isn't it obvious that a potter has a perfect right to shape one lump of clay into a vase for holding flowers? Sorry, but brothers, I think we're stopping at um, verse 19. Okay, 19, not 29. Yes. Okay, all right. Um, I think I see 29 in my own devotional. Romans 9, 1 to 29. I believe so. I think this is, yeah. I see 29 in my devotional. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please continue, 29, please. Thank you. Verse 20. I'll go back to verse 20. Who in the world do you think you are to second-guess God? Do you for one moment suppose any of us knows enough to call God into question? Clay doesn't talk back to the fingers that mold it, saying, why did you shape me like this? Isn't it obvious that a potter has a perfect right to shape one lump of clay into a vase for holding flowers and another into a pot for cooking beans? If God needs one style of pottery, especially designed to show his angry displeasure and another style carefully crafted to show his glorious goodness, isn't that all right? Either or both happens to Jews, but it also happens to the other people. Hosea puts it well. I will call nobodies and make them somebodies. I will call the unloved and make them beloved. In the place where they yelled out, you are nobody, they are calling you God's living children. I repeat this again. In the place where they yelled out, you are nobody, they are calling you God's living children. Isaiah maintained this same emphasis. If each grain of sand on the seashore were numbered and the sum labeled chosen of God, there will be numbers still, not names. Salvation comes by personal selection. God doesn't count us. He calls us by name. Arithmetics is not his focus. God doesn't count us. He calls us by name. Arithmetic is not his focus. Isaiah had looked ahead and spoken the truth. If our powerful God had not provided us a legacy of living children, we would have ended up like ghost towns, like Sodom and Gomorrah. How can we sum this up? All those people who didn't seem interested in what God was doing actually embraced what God was doing as he straightened out their lives. And Israel who seemed so interested in reading and talking about what God was doing, missed it. How could they miss it? Because instead of trusting God, they took over. They were absorbed in what they themselves were doing. They were so absorbed in their God projects that they didn't notice God right in front of them, like a huge rock in the middle of the road. And so they stumbled into him and went sprawling. Isaiah, again, gives, of, give, gives us the metaphor for pulling this together. Careful, I have put a huge stone on the road to Mount Zion, a stone you can't get around, but the stone is me. If you are looking for me, you will find me on the way, not in the way. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word in our hearts. As we go out, we go out being God-focused and not 
on activities, but trusting God so that we don't miss him and we know we have him inside of us and we rely on him. I hand over to Brother John, who will take us through the Old Testament one, one year Bible reading plan. God bless you all. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you very much, Brother Zee. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Um, welcome to the Old Testament segments of um, One Year Bible Reading Plan. Um, I'd kindly ask Sister Joy, please help me share the screen. By reading Psalms 74 to 77 this morning. And um, the these psalms, the four of them, they are some some of Asaph, not written by David, but Asaph, you know, the chief musician, like um, the choir coordinator, <laughs> if we must use the word like that. So these were his contemplations and his writings. So some. Um, 74. He walked off and left us and never looked back. God, how could you do that? We are, on, we are your very own sheep. How can you stomp off in anger? Refresh your memory of us. You brought us a long time ago, your most precious tribe. You paid a good price for us your very own Mount Zion. You actually lived here once. Come and visit the site of disaster. See how they've wrecked the sanctuary. While your people were at worship, your enemies barged in, brawling and scrawling graffiti. They set fire to the porch. Axes swinging. They chopped up the woodwork, beat down the doors with sledgehammers. They split them into kindling. They turned your holy place to the ground, violated the place of worship. They said to themselves, we will wipe them all out and burn down all the places of worship. There is not a sign or symbol of God in sight, not anyone to speak in his name. No one who knows what's going on, how long God will, how long God will barbarians blaspheme, enemies curse and get by with it. Why don't you do something? How long are you going to sit there with your hands folded in your lap? God is my king from the very start. He works salvation in the womb of the earth. With one blow, you split the sea into two. You made mincemeats of the dragon Tani. You lopped off the heads of Leviathan, then served them up in a stew for the animals. With your finger, you opened up springs and creeks and dried up the wild floodwaters. You own the day, own the night. You put stars and sun in place. You laid out the four corners of earth. Shaped the seasons of summer and winter. Mark and remember God. All the enemy tongues. Each idiot desecration. Don't throw your lambs to the wolves. After all, we've been through. After all, we've been through. Don't forget us. Remember your promises. The city is in darkness, the countryside violence. Don't leave the victims to rot in the streets. Make them a choir that sings your praises. On your feet, O oh God, stand up for yourself. Do you hear what they are saying about you? All the vile obscenities. Don't tune out their malicious fear. The brawling invective that never lets up. Psalm 75. We thank you, God. We thank you. Your name is, your, is our favorite word. Your mighty works are all we talk about. You see, I'm calling this meeting to order. I'm ready to set things right. When the earth goes topsy-turvy and nobody knows which end is up, I nail it all down. I put everything in place again. I say to the smart Alex, that's enough. To the bullies, not so fast. Don't raise your fist against high God. Don't raise your voice against rock of ages. He's the one from east to west, from desert to mountains. He is the one. God rules. 
He brings this one down to his knees, pulls that one up on her feet. God has a cup in his hand, a bowl of wine full to the brim. He draws from it and pours. It is drained to the dregs. Earth's wicked ones, drink it all. Drink it down to the last bitter drop. And I'm telling the story of God eternal, singing the praises of Jacob's God. The feasts of the wicked are bloody storms. The arms of the righteous are lofty green branches. God is well known in Judah. Psalm 76. God is well known in Judah. In Israel, he is a household name. He keeps a house in Sadi, his own suites of rooms in Zion. That is where using arrows for kindling, that is where using arrows for kindling, he made a bonfire of weapons of war. Oh, how bright you shine, outshining their huge piles of loot. The warriors were plundered and left their input, and now there is nothing to them, nothing to show for their swagger and threats. Your sudden roar. God of Jacob knocked the wind out of us and rider. Fierce you are, fierce who can stand up to your rising anger. From heaven you thunder judgment. Earth falls to her knees and holds her breath. God stands tall and makes things right. He saves all the wretched on earth instead of smothering rage. God prays. All that spothering rage, now a gallant for God. Do for God what you said you would do. He is, after all, your God. Let everyone in town bring offerings to the one who watches our every move. Nobody gets by with it. No one plays fast and loses with him. And our last chapter of the day, Psalm 77. I yell out to my God. I yell with all of my might. I yell at the top of my lungs. He listens found myself in trouble and went looking for my Lord. My life was an open wound I wouldn't heal. When friends said everything would turn out all right, I didn't believe a word they said. I remember and shake my head. I bow my head, then wring my hands. I'm awake all night, not a wink of sleep. I can't even see what's bothering me. I go over the days one by one. I ponder the years gone by. I strum my lutes all through the night, wondering how to get my life together. Will the Lord walk off and leave us for good? Will he never smile again? Is his love worn tread there? Has his salvation promise bound out? Has God forgotten his manners? Has he angrily stomped off and left us? Just my luck, I said. The high. Moments I need. Once again, over what God has done, the ancient wonders. I'll ponder all the things you've accomplished and give a long, loving look at your acts. Did you see that strategy? A beautiful strategy shown us by um, uh, in verse 11. You know, after all the doubts and questions he had from verse 1 to 10, uh, so verse 11, he said, once again, I'll go over what God has done. Lay out on the table the ancient wonders. I'll ponder all the things you've accomplished and give a long, loving look at your acts. Praise God, praise God. That's why this month is a month of praise. In spite of the situation, praise Him. Verse 13, O oh God, your way is holy. No God is read like God. See, these are words of praise. You are the God who makes things happen. You showed everyone what you can do. You pulled your people out of the worst kind of trouble. Rescued the children of Jacob and Joseph. Ocean saw you in action, God. Saw you and trembled with fear. Deep ocean was scared to death. Clouds belched buckets of rain. Sky exploded with thunder. Your arrows flashing this way and that. From whirlwind came your thundering voice. Lightning exposed the world. Earth reeled. And rocked, strode right through the ocean, walked straight through running ocean, and nobody saw you come or go. Hidden in the hands of Moses and Aaron, you led your people like a flock of sheep. Praise be unto God. So as we go in this this month, know 
that our praise is a strategy of the Spirit of God for us. Let's, let's keep praising. The Lord bless you of His word. Over to you, Brother Martins. Thank you very much for listening. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're I'd like to say very much to Michael for this great opportunity to take the information segment of this meeting. Taking our names, my name is, you say your name, wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of Christ. I, your name, am granted a glory of Christ. The third paragraph, once more and more in knowledge and in all. At this point, I will kindly ask you to take our formation at the count of three. Max one. My Jesus precious name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look at this point to be going straight to the community. And our text Corinthians chapter eleven, verse twenty-three. That which also I delivered unto you that the Lord was betrayed to in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. For the body of Christ that was broken the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This bread this morning. This bread we will never be. We are firm, Lord of our life. We have eternal life now. We are firm. That in Him we live, in Him we move, in Him. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and break the bread. manner also he took the cup when he has New Testament in my blood. Do you as often as you drink it? Amen. As often as you eat this bread and through the Lord's death till he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, blood of Christ, I was shed on the cross for us. We declared as we take everything for which salvation 
is our presence area. We declare the name of the Lord. That we are neat. Lives are hidden in Christ in God. We have the same spirit. Thank you. We worship you. Oh, as we take this cup, we are sanctified, we are glorified. Thank you, Father. Don't take the cup. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paraglido. Melagron Skold. Fragadilla Cabra de Gile Uk. Ijovra Nangrianbas. Abadilla Monsatos Gold. And Cross Cobra de Gisila Acta. Thank you, Lord God. Give praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. At this point, I will kindly have the esteemed sister Joy to take over segment of the meeting. Thank you, everyone. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. And thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Praise God. Okay, right now, we are going to be celebrating our celebrants. Praise God. So kindly indicate, kindly raise up your hand if today is your birthday. Or your wedding anniversary, kindly raise up your hand. We'd like to celebrate you. Or if any member of your family is celebrating today, kindly raise up your hand so that we can pray for them. Praise God. Do we have any celebrants? Okay. Today is my auntie's birthday and I would like us to pray for her. For, for her to know God more and for her to genuinely serve God with the whole of her heart. So if we don't have any celebrants for today, I would like to hand over to the esteemed Brother Martins. The name of my auntie is Auntie Biodon, so could kindly help pray for her. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Praise God, I can. I can see love. Tell your mute and tell us um, what yours. Good morning, everyone. Um, thank you very much for this opportunity. So today is my husband's elder sister's birthday. Her name is Mrs. Happiness Kalu, and I'd like for us to pray for her too. Um, her family, they are based in Kaduna, and they've gone through so much because of the insecurity. They have their own house, but they cannot live in there because of the insecurity. And so many things have been happening to them. So I want us to use this her birthday as, a, as, a, as an opportunity to pray for her and declare God's grace, favor, strength, and mercy upon her and her family. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sister Love. You say her name is um. Him, please. Mrs. Happiness Kalu. Happiness Kalu. Yes. So, um, another. Um, okay. So, um, Happiness Kalu. Kalu. Radongli from the coast. Nagradila go. Arunda Sokrotowski Gila. Vladion. Father, in the name of the Lord. Pala Kosataki. Declare she strengthen spirit in her inner man. In the name of the Lord Jesus. From the crown of her head to the soul. Eternal life has gained ascendance. Is consummated this day. For a new home, the things of God is better than our spirit. And we declare by the power, the word of God, she hungers even more for the word of God. And she is filled with the word. Yes, she gets the word to her full. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the zeal of the Lord's house continues. consumes her. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. 
from Mrs. She is the safety from this of everyone. The safety, even as they and they went with David had the anointing because he was filled with the spirit and virtue of the anointing on him. This lady, this woman, is being filled with the spirit of there are men who will come to an and even now, oh God, with the, that peace, reconciliation, and she's returning happy, and she's sad of mind, and every family known shall be lost by the power of the Holy Ghost. We celebrate her this day, a life of life of tranquility in the Jesus Christ. Now we give you all the praise. Give you praise of God. Don't throw those here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Glory, glory, glory. And see, Biodun, Mrs. Kalu. Congratulations. Today. Look at this. Ending the meeting now. Kakozele Tojam the Kradago is your prakong sedida parody. Legong Zogta Kaparakon save Rotong. Oh, it's joy. There is great joy to joy today. For many, God is causing you are leaping over the wall over the wall by the power of the, of the Lord Jesus. There is a today glowing hallelujah. At this point, I'll meet your mics as we share the benediction. Please kindly meet your mic. Goodness and mercy